Hey, Brian. Hey, Rick. Shooter McGavin here on a Masters Weekend, day two. Wow. So I heard your From the Tips podcast is kind of badass. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of From the Tips. It is me, your boy, Brian, always joined by my fantastic co-host, Rick Landis. Rick, how we doing good, buddy? What's up, what's up? I'm doing all right. Um, rain today, so not great, but it's getting warmer, which is good. It is. Because that means summer's coming, which means golf is coming. I do hate the wet season kind of before spring where it's kind of getting oh, it's warmer, horrible. but every time it's warm, it has to rain for... Whatever yeah, and reason. it's always muddy everywhere because it's cold overnight and everything freezes and then it gets warm and then it gets muddy. Um, these are just things I picked up um, from working outside and it's horrible because I walk home with mud in my boots every day. And then potholes galore, especially if you're a Pennsylvania resident. You oh my God, have it. you been oh. on Ridge? No. Is it Ridge bad? And Barnt? It was really bad at one point. You know where it crosses from Ridge to Barnt? Yeah. There was like a huge pothole on the side of the road the one day and like i almost hit it and it was like one of those like you're for sure destroying your tire oh you're like definitely probably your alignment yeah yo great like it was like it was bad um i think they i think they fixed it because of how bad it was they had it fixed in like a day or two um because they probably got a lot of calls but anyway not what we're here to talk about we're not here to talk about the uh lack of effort on pennsylvania transportation um <laughs> gotta love pen dot fixings <laughs> gotta love pen dot yeah uh, sorry folks for the uh the the day delay on the pod unfortunately i had quite the bout with food poisoning I was fighting for my life yesterday so uh we're, we're back today though i feel better which is good um all things looking in the right direction just highly nice. suggest you don't undercook your burgers folks it doesn't end well for you I got to know, how did you undercook a burger? Because there's people that will literally just go and then they eat it. I don't just, like how. See, I hear did you, you just take it right out of the fridge and put it right in a bun or like. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what ended up happening was when I cooked it, I guess I cooked it too high and it only cooked the outside of the burger. I took a bite and I looked at the middle and I was like, dear Lord, that is not cooked. So then I, you know, recooked the rest and. And, uh, you know, still ate the burger, but I guess it was just little, uh, one of those late. too little, too late situations. So, uh, yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I just got a little bit, uh, a little bit screwed on, on do that. You, do you, you, you usually eat your burgers pretty, pretty rare, right? Yeah. Usually I eat a medium rare. I, I'm wondering if it could have been, it could have been the meat. Uh, but I don't think it was because Ellie's burgers were cooked and she was fine. So mm. who knows? Um, maybe she either, just has a stronger stomach than you. Maybe she does. Not stronger I, well, there, skin, but stronger stomach, maybe. There is that whole that whole thing where redheads have a higher pain tolerance. So possibly, possibly could be maybe. an effect here. There's a chance. Maybe. Just maybe. So, boy, do we got some golf drama for you. But we'll get into that after we talk about the sad, sad follow-up to one of the greatest tournaments of all time, the Genesis Invitational. Can I tell people what days of the week that is this week? Oh, shoot. Yes. Sorry, Rick. Go ahead forgetting about the only thing i have to bring to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's Um, not true yeah i mean for those that i i feel like this is information that should be public brian texted me yesterday and he said i'm not feeling great 
um, do you think you can go solo tonight? Yeah, that's a no-go for me. I talk to myself <laughs> all the time. Uh, problem is, it doesn't sound like normal conversations that you should have with yourself. Like, you probably think <laughs> I was a schizo if I did the podcast by myself. So we just didn't do that. We decided to just push back. That was an executive decision that I made um, in order to save your ears. So... Uh, because of that, I now have to tell you what it is today, the day we're recording, because I can't pass over telling you guys what state day it is. It's California day today on the 22nd. So the day before you listen to this is California day. Um, it's also national margarita day, which I feel like needs a shout out. Oh Um, yeah, for sure. Cause I know like everybody loves margaritas. So I'm not big on the margarita. It's probably because I hate tequila. That's fair. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I if I were to offer Gina a margarita at any given hour or minute, she would probably say yes. Oh, well, and for some reason, yeah. I'm saying Ellie would probably do the same. Oh, guarantee it. <laughs> Put money on that. Yeah. Um, but today, the day you're listening to this, we have National Banana Bread Day. Now, here's a little pro tip for you. OK, if you're going to eat some banana bread. I'm listening. Sprinkle some chocolate chips in that in that little bread oh, yeah. uh, and then grab yourself some buttercream icing and just go to town. Oh, it's a game changer. Honestly, it does change, change the game. Um, so the good. Buttercream icing. Oh, it's amazing. Um, Damn. 24th, the day after you're listening to this, uh, hopefully, maybe you're listening to it on the 24th. I don't know what your life is like. Uh, it's National Toast Day. I feel like toast is like super underrated. So I got to slept on. Yeah. Um, you ever see that thing online where it's like, did everybody ever just go through phases where toast with butter is the best thing ever and you could just eat a whole loaf of it and not feel any remorse? Yeah. Because I feel like that's just the most accurate thing ever. It really like, there's is. There's just times where I'm just like, I just want toast. Sometimes like, not you sick, just not feeling it. anything. Yeah. Like literally just like, I want some toast right now with like 12 pounds of butter on it. Paula Dean style. Just put a whole slab <laughs> Paula Dean style. Um, February 25th. Um, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the day that we are heading to Florida. It is. Um, so that's pretty much all that matters on that day. Um, we're going to Florida. Brian and I will be in Florida. Heck yeah. um, we're going to Disney World and Universal Studios, which is huge. That's uh, massive. Brian's going to finally. You haven't seen Star Wars Land yet, right? I haven't. I have not gotten it's, the chance. Get jacked up. It's great. You're going to love it. I am jacked up. Uh, so Brian will be doing that. That won't be until Sunday, though. Um, so maybe we'll post some stuff. We probably will. We'll probably post some stuff this probably. while we're there. Probably. Uh, so we got Universal on Saturday, and then Sunday we got uh, we got Hollywood Studios. We're coming home on Monday, so probably expect another day late drop of the pod because our flight doesn't get in until like 10 or 9 or 10 on Monday. So we will not be recording no. on that day. <laughs> we will not be doing <laughs> So that. probably expect another one a day late, just, just a little heads up on you guys for just gonna warn one. you now <laughs> um but yeah that's all that really matters there's other days of the week but we're going to florida so i don't really care what other days of the week are because time stops when you're away that's true at least that's what it feels like um so as far as as far as the uh the florida thing is concerned what i'm also gassed up about is universal because i haven't been to universal in eons it has been i was nine amazing I was nine, so it's been what sixteen years. If I'm yeah, doing the math right, old. yeah, sixteen years since I've been to Universal. So I'm excited for the Harry Potter world. That's going to be huge. Great, It'll go Hufflepuff. Awesome. 
If you're oh, yeah. not a Hufflepuff. I don't know what you're doing with your life. I can't help you. Sorry. Uh, get, I guess, get better. I don't. I guess just be better <laughs> because Hufflepuff rules and everybody else rules. Don't don't worry. We'll send you a, a get better soon card. Not because you're sick or anything, but just like get better. <laughs> <laughs> Call an ambulance. <laughs> but not but for not me. For me. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the golf that was the Genesis Invitational. Um, so Joaquin Neiman woke up on Thursday, February 17th and got onto that first tee box and what you want to know what this, this golf stuff is, um, is pretty easy and decided to lead the entire tournament and win it, uh, wire to wire, like an absolute animal, uh, winning 19 under, uh, beating out Colin Morikawa and Cameron Young, who were coming in hot down the stretch at 17 under, uh, but just couldn't, couldn't make it past the, uh, the, what is this? Um, Chile, yeah, Chilean wonder, Joaquin Neiman. Um, what was the what was the stat? It was like uh, he's the youngest guy ever to win wire to wire. Yes, yes. Genesis. Also, his opening round sixty three tied the lowest first round score at the Genesis Invitational, and he set both the thirty six hole record and the fifty four hole record for scoring at the Genesis. Uh, and he's the event's first wire-to-wire winner since Charlie Sifford in 1969. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's his second career victory. He previously won at the military tribute at Greenbrier in 2019. So congratulations to him. Absolutely dominated for all four days. He never looked like he was not going to win. Maybe on the last day. I got another mind-blowing stat for you here. Um, Kyle Morikawa, who, who got T2 for this tournament, he shot six under on the final round and he still lost by two strokes to Joaquin Neiman, who shot even on the day. That is, that is Colin literally could have made up eight strokes and it still would have gone into a playoff and Colin played out of his mind on Sunday. He shot six. Colin was, Colin was hitting (laughs) everything on, on Sunday. He was hitting fairways. He was hitting greens. He was hitting putts. Um, and he still was two strokes behind Joaquin, which I mean, is just insane to me. I mean, it's really hard to beat a Thursday, Friday, 63. Yeah. <laughs> you go into, go into Saturday, like, damn, he really did that, huh? Okay, that's, that's something. <laughs> well, there's always next week. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just get him next week. Yeah, Colin Morikawa having the uh, uh, tied for the lowest Sunday score of uh, six under with John Rahm and still just didn't even have a chance at beating Joaquin. Um, so what blows my mind is that, you know, Joaquin and uh, yeah, Joaquin. Oh, Joaquin. That's fun. <laughs> um, Joaquin Neiman. He's, he's known, you know, pretty much to be pretty good with his, with his putting and his short game. It's kind of one of his things, his approach and his putting. He was in 26th overall strokes gain putting where he made his money was leading in strokes gained approach clearly and strokes gained T to green. He was effective out of the T box and was effective at getting on in regulation, if not under regulation and putting down pars and birdies and kind of avoiding the, uh, the bogey bug as it were um, other than his, uh, his fourth round, you know, he on Thursday, he had one bogey on Friday. He had one bogey 
On Saturday, he had three. And then on Sunday, he had three. Just to have, especially on that Thursday, Friday, to go into the weekend with only two bogeys on your card. That's massive. That's just effective golf from Joaquin Neiman, who we know is a good golfer, clearly. But he's, again, one of those guys that falls into that category of, you know, he's not one of the mainstays of guys you think about immediately. But when you see him on a leaderboard, you're like, oh, okay, that that makes sense. You're not shocked by it. No. You don't expect it, but you're not shocked by it. Exactly. But what you are shocked by is the fact that he won wire to wire, which is something that people just don't do anymore. These guys, it's so hard to lead an entire tournament all the way through and to win on Sunday. We've Mm -hmm. seen it all last year at the beginning of this year. Guys go into Sunday with a three-day lead and just choke it away. And it's happened to some of the better golfers on tour. It happened to Rory literally this year. And he's it's happened to Tiger twice in his entire to, career. It's happened to Tiger two times. Okay. That's huge. Um, speaking of twos, Rick, did you know what today is? The day we record? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, but not T U E S D A Y. It is well, it T-W-O. is. It is still Rick, Tuesday. Could you, could you please? Okay. <laughs> Just once. One time, Ted. It'd be cool. cool. <laughs> uh, it's T-W-O-S-D-A-Y because today is all twos. Not only is it a Tuesday as it falls in the week, but it is February, the second month, 22nd of 2022. So here are some weird two golf facts for you that I was okay. able to find. Thank you to Golf Digest Instagram. Okay. Tiger Woods has won 22.2% of his PGA Tour starts, the best winning percentage of any player. First of all, 22% of your starts. Over one out of five events he played in. That's ridiculous. That's insane. <laughs> Excuse me? You can't do that. <laughs> Sir, please. Um, 22 years ago, Anika Sorenstam made 22 starts, made 22 cuts, finished second twice, and second in scoring average, and second on the money list. Hmm. A lot of twos. A lot of twos. 22 years after Seve won his second major, 22-year-old Rory McIlroy won his second major to become the youngest multiple major champion since Seve. Huh. It gets weirder. Uh, Last year at the Bay Hill, 22-year-old Sungjae Im made a two on the 222-yard second hole during round two. (laughs) Who's 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 the poor guy at Golf Digest magazine that had to do this? They're who's like the poor they're like, hey, you don't look busy today. I got a job <laughs> for you. Find every golf stat you can that only involves the number two. He's in the office till like 3 a.m. Just bloodshot eyes, coffee pot next to him. No cup, just the whole pot. <laughs> just, just staring at his computer screen. <laughs> So far, all I got is the one about Tiger. Who's <laughs> <laughs> um, the easiest one to find? Aaron Wise has made 22 twos in 2022 and ranks 22nd in par three scoring. Hmm. Here's the last one. Tiger Woods ranks second in top two finishes in majors with, you guessed it, 22 total. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the poor sap that had to do that? 
um i got another one for you i'm trying to find the exact uh thing here i don't know if it's if it's exactly this day uh but i did see this uh earlier today i'm gonna say this day um and people can do whatever they want if they think that's uh not true or not i'm gonna find it um in 1919 uh a very famous golf course known as pebble beach true opened up do you know how much it was to play around there? I'm going to go with $1.50. Okay, well, why you got to undercut me like that? Was it $1.50? Now $1. my 50? stat doesn't sound as good. Was it $1.50? No, it was $2. $2? For yeah. a Pebble Beach round? Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. Could just the pure insanity. If they were like, we're going to go back to the original, what was it, 1919, he said? Yeah. To the original 1919 pricing for this weekend, all rounds are $2. <laughs> Their website would just blow up. <laughs> the, web, the website would... It would just explode. Supreme Golf is going to be down. Golf Now is going to be down. Their <laughs> website is going to be down. The entire <laughs> golf world is going to crumble. It's going to be terrible. Um, yeah, that one, that one kind of shocked me because it also said that uh, it's like $373 or something less than it is now to play around there. Yeah. Playing around at Pebble beach right now is egregiously expensive. And like, I mean, just egregiously expensive. I, I struggle to spend more than $50 on a round. I'm going to be yeah. honest. I spend, I struggle to spend more than $30 on a round because I'm just, I'm not going to play well on there. So why am I going to spend all this money to just play bad golf? See, I hear you, but when you play like a really nice course, it's it's different to suck when at least it's pretty. Okay, well, not all of us get drafted third overall, okay, Brian? <laughs> How did you find out about this? I got people, okay? Yeah. Um, I was going to save that for the pod. Well, we're on the pod, so <laughs> oh, we are on the go pod. ahead and tell the people what's up about how you're the best golfer in the world. Um, okay, okay, well, hold on. <laughs> That's not true. Um, well, I, I, I was going to save it for the end, but I guess this is a good break between the Genesis and all the drama. So, um, yeah, I got, so as the listeners know, um, hack across America, a golf blog, which we highly suggest taking a read. They're great writers there. Uh, John, Ed, and Tom, uh, they host a hack across America tour every summer where we go to a new state. This year's state is Maine. We'll be playing in Portland, Maine. Um, very excited for the lobster. Um, like very so excited good. for the lobster. I've never been Amazing. to Maine, so I'm really excited. Um, Maine is fun. And we had uh, our first live draft, which was really cool. Hosted at a, excuse me, hosted at John's house. It was really awesome, fun experience. Uh, and I ended up getting drafted third overall by Tom, who the entire time. No, I I, uh, I work with one of the guys who is on that on that tour and also associated with Hack Cross America. Shout out to Colin. Uh, the whole time, like we've been talking about at work and everything, I was like, Tom is allergic to me. He he doesn't like how inconsistent I am. He's probably not going to draft me, and I respect that. I do. I understand it, my it inconsistencies <laughs> are not fun to deal with. Can I shoot a ninety? Yeah. Can I also shoot a one twenty? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to find out in that first tee box. But um, he drafts me third overall, not only drafts me, but then drafts John Murray second overall, 
who is just as inconsistent as I am, except he has a higher upside. Uh, so you can see the pain in Tom's eyes when he had to use his first two draft picks on John and myself, which I found <laughs> so funny. Uh, it was, it was golden. Um, Ellie ended up getting drafted. Oh, let's see. I gotta, I gotta scroll back to see when she got drafted. Um, she's on the other team, unfortunately, but, uh, I, I was I was told that I can't golf with her or give her any tips. Yeah, uh, before the tournament, I I don't know if I'll be able to not golf with her, but I won't give her any tips. I can do that. Uh, <laughs> and she's not listening to the podcast anyway. Probably for the best anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably for the best. Not gonna want to listen to me in the first place. Uh, she got drafted 13th overall. Um, so the team names this year are Surf and Turf. Ha ha, get it? Uh, ha. Main. ha. Um, I'm on Team Surf. So that's going to be Cowabunga, Cowabunga, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to play Rock Lobster on repeat for all my rounds uh, by the B-52s. Rock Lobster. You're going to play Surfing USA. Oh, well, you got to do that, too. <laughs> yeah, but I think what I'm most excited for, other than that we're going to Maine, is that when it comes to like summers in Maine, it's not like summers here in Pennsylvania that can get up to like beautiful hella humidity like at like 98 degrees. degrees in Maine. It's like 75 tops. Fantastic. Not really humid. It, so it might be like the best golf weather, which is going to be so great. Yeah. Have you been to Maine? I have been to Maine. Oh, is it great? I haven't golfed in Maine, but I've been to Maine. Is it amazing? It's so good. It's a great time. The food there is awesome. Yeah. The scenery is beautiful. I, I can't wait to see what courses you guys play. The courses are probably going to look amazing. They're probably going to be awesome just because that's it, – it just makes sense when it's like a state like that, which is just all yeah. like green grasslands and beautiful. I'm I'm so excited for it. It's going to be really take, cool. You're going to have to take like a million pictures for us to post. Thinking about just honestly getting um like an, like an actual recording camera. Uh-huh. And just like putting that like on the the golf cart and just kind okay. of documenting the day type of deal. Yeah, there's gonna be some nice scenery there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know. And you know, when you do it like that, you know, you don't have to keep up on the Instagram and stuff like that, and you can just kind of post it as like a thing. So yeah, we'll we'll hopefully be doing something like that. And then also Rick and I will hopefully uh be doing stuff like that together um here in PA or in different different places. We don't know where we're going, but uh yeah, it's going to be fun. And you make a great point, Rick. It's summer's on its way, which means golf season is you could smell it. You can smell golf. I can season. I can smell it. I can smell it. I smell it. <laughs> Pete Ali's pants. Warm, 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 cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's coming out soon. I saw a preview for it the other day. I can't believe they're doing a Bob's Burgers movie. That makes me so excited, though. It looks so funny. Yeah, Gina and I went to see Uncharted on Saturday, and that was one of the previews. Oh. Wow, they already got previews for it, huh? What's the plot? Yeah. Do you know? Or Bob's Burgers? A... Honestly, I have no idea. I watched the whole preview and I have no idea what the plot is. Maybe it's just like the show where there's not really a plot. <laughs> there's no, just kind of no actual thing. structure to it. <laughs> it's just, just pure mayhem in film format. Yeah, and they made it like... I do remember it had kind of like a chaos-y feel. Like, like, um, like the characters are going through some sort of like traumatic experience or something like that and they Some like have to figure out crisis. how to handle it yeah and they have to like figure out how to handle it and like obviously um Luis is like 
insane. And Louise is my favorite, like one of my favorite well, yeah. TV characters of all time. I love her. She's so funny. <laughs> She's pure chaos in, She's so funny. in character form. I don't know. I, I do. I do love me some beef squatch though. Yeah, Beef Squatch is pretty sick. Yeah, he's, he's. I don't know. I'm hoping it's a like a Simpsons thing, like how the Simpsons. That's what made I'm hoping too. Because yeah. like TV shows being made into movies can flop hard, so hard. And The yeah. Simpsons is like the one example of a movie I can think of that crushed it. Yeah, well, the, the Simpsons, Simpsons movie, movie is hilarious. So good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's so many examples of TV shows trying to do movies and it just completely fails. Yeah. Um. But, you know, most of the time those films are for for TV only where the ones that go to like theaters are they're putting themselves out there, you know, because that's you get box office success and you get box office failure and it's always posted everywhere. So I hope that it's a really good movie. And I agree that I think if 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 they do it right, it should be Simpsons movie esque. Yeah. But they got to do it right. So we'll see. Um, Speaking of doing it right. Someone the, who did not. <laughs> the, someone who did not. Uh, as we know, as we've talked about on the podcast, uh, the Saudi tour um, is trying to encroach on PGA Tours, uh, I guess you could say, uh, global status of being the best tour in the world. Uh, they're trying to do their own thing, as we've talked about. And so we're hearing a lot of players saying they're not going. We're not hearing uh, from other players about whether they're going or not. Uh, but we got some big names and some big, uh, I guess you could say, oofs. <laughs> I don't know if big oof is enough of, yeah, as uh, enough of a uh, description of what it is. Yeah, it's 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 really bad. Um, but first, uh, we got Bryson DeChambeau doubling down on the fact that he's not going to be going, releasing another statement says. While there has been a lot of speculation surrounding my support for another tour, I want to make it very clear that as long as the best players in the world are playing on the PGA Tour, so will I. As of now, I am focused on getting myself healthy and competing again soon. I appreciate all the support. First off, Bryson, that is not you saying that you're not going to be going over there. That is you saying, as long as the best talent is here, I will be here. So... And it's not really supporting the tour as much as it's uh, as long as the tour keeps he's, the players here. He's looking out for himself, which you can't well, yeah. knock. You can't no, knock him for, that's true. for looking out at himself. But that's true. Um, but this this whole thing obviously is not about Bryson. Uh, it is uh, very much about Phil Mickelson, who uh, he's the big oof we were talking about. And as uh, many of our listeners know, I I am a very big Phil Mickelson fan. But there are just some things. Can that, you be any more though after this? That's yeah. That's there are some things that no amount of fandom are going to have me look over, and the comments that he made about uh, Saudi Arabia and the Saudi Arabian tour situation were horrible. Um, so he did an interview with Alan Shipnuck of the Fire Pit Collective, which is kind of a golf blog slash news outlet type of scenario um where he said some pretty terrible things uh so i'll just read this snippet here um this is uh this is gonna be a paragraph so a little bit long uh quote mickelson told me that he had enlisted three other quote top players he declined to name and that they paid for attorneys to write the sgl saudi golf leagues uh operating agreement codifying that the players would have control of all the details He didn't pretend to be excited about hitching his uh, fortunes to Saudi Arabia, admitting that the SGL was nothing more than what he called, quote, 
sports washing by a brutally regressive regime. Quote, they're scary motherfuckers to get involved with. We know they killed um, Washington Post reporter uh, Jamal Khashoggi and have a horrible record on human rights. They execute people over there for being gay. Knowing all of this, why would I even consider it? Because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to reshape how the PGA Tour operates. That's a uh... dude. Yeah, you can't say that. Come on. <laughs> um, you can't miss the just, mark like that. That Yeah, that's just bad. That's just like, I don't know how you can even say you thought that through because that that comment just doesn't. Are you looking at the thing I say on Twitter? No, not yet. Oh, because <laughs> you're shaking your head. Um, yeah, I, there's no way he thought that through. There's no way that that was edited or approved by anyone in his circle. <laughs> now I look at it. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah because that's just incredibly insensitive and there's no reason that you should ever say anything like that and coming from a guy who makes oh oh looks like we lost oh you back can you hear me rick rick no can you hear me? Yes. Okay, let me try this again. My microphone just like stopped working apparently. Yeah, right, well, we we lost you there for a bit. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, something happened with my microphone. That was weird. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I was wondering what was I happening. Think, what is going on with me right now on this Zoom? I don't know. Is, is it as weird for me as it is for you right now? No, you look totally normal right now. Let I me. Gotta uh, say, I gotta show you this picture real quick. But... Because for me, it looks like I'm on one of those uh, true crime shows where they like don't have actual footage of the people so they fake it oh yeah can't say that if you're phil mickelson um i was just uh scrolling through twitter and i did see that about 30 minutes ago sports center posted uh that kpmg and uh phil mickelson did agree to part ways uh because of the comments that were made in the situation which is kind of huge because that's like one of his big three sponsorships that he has yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's a bad look for Phil. <clears throat> um, I, I don't really know how he comes back from this, to be completely honest. Yeah, it's just the way he went and just said truly terrible things about an entire country and just admitting the fact that if he can get financial gain from it, he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, you can't say that. That's, yeah, that's awful. That's a tough look. Um, so he did... Uh, release a statement where he said i'm deeply sorry for my choice of words i'm beyond disappointed and will make every effort to self-reflect and learn from this i know i have not been my best uh, and desperately need some time away to prioritize the ones i love most and work on being the man i want to be golf desperately needs to change and real change is always pre uh, preceded by disruption i have always known the criticism would come was exploring anything new Dang, that's not the problem that is not the problem here. Just yet again, missing the mark on what the issue is here. It's not the problem. Isn't that you might go to a new tour. That is not the problem. Kind of understandable with what your track record so far as, as of recent has been on tour. The, the problem Phil is that you did an absolute, just awful, awful job of trying to a support the SGL, which it looks like you're trying to do and B just trashing an entire country for, you know, 
having poor human rights, executing people for being gay, and knowing all of this and still trying to gain financial yeah uh, I mean, financial a week ago this? you ask anybody if they like phil mickelson and they tell you they love him yeah now i don't know that you find many people that are supporting him besides like maybe maybe like super close friends <laughs> yeah it's just it's hard to even fathom how he thought any of that was okay uh roy uh, mcelroy was asked about this uh at the genesis invitational and he said, I don't want to kick someone while he's down, obviously, but I thought they were naive, no selfish, egotistical, and ignorant uh, when he was asked about um, Phil Mickelson's words. Uh, quote, a lot of words to describe that interaction he had with Shipnuck. It was just very surprising, disappointing, sad. I'm sure he's sitting at home sort of rethinking his position and where he goes from here. Um, I mean, Roy said it pretty, pretty good. Just cut it right to the chase here. Um, yeah. It's... It's not that he might be going to the the SGL. It's about what you said about the SGL and how you don't care about any outside factors other than gaining money. Yeah. Or that you might be trying to change golf. Well, the, is... yeah, the issue the issue doesn't necessarily become him saying I want to go to this I'm considering going to the Saudi league for money. If he had literally said I'm considering this because of money reasons, and left it at that obviously there's going to be people that disagree with you but no one's going to hate you for it because money is a huge driving factor especially in today's society so no one's going to necessarily hate you but it's when you in the interview prior acknowledge the fact of how horrible this regime is what is this oh that's uh (laughs) what's up matt (laughs) Matt, why are you so early? Yo, Matt, Matt's on the pod. Matt oh, Fisher on the pod. Surprise. Big surprise. Yeah, I was testing out my stuff. <laughs> Matt, we're talking this about is- uh, Phil Mickelson. Have you heard any of his comments? Oh, yeah, I've heard it all. What, what, what do you got? Pod. What do you got for us? What yeah, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you got? You're going to have to give me a minute because I'm like just as surprised as you are, fellas. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the this is the issue of doing two podcasts in one day. I only have one Zoom, so this is where it happens. Um, oh, dude, I was just, to be honest, I was just making sure my everything like my setup was all right. I'm I'm actually kind of glad this happened here. Um, oh, I'm still a little bit ways away. Keep talking, but I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah, it, and you know, it's not like everybody you know you make a good point like if you just said it's for money or whatever then that that's fine it's it's for money it's when you're like yeah it's, uh you know it's pretty for bad. money even though you know, well it's when you're like oh it's pretty bad they're killing people um because they're gay and like they just chop people up for talking shit on them uh but yeah i might i might go over because yeah right it'll like, give me a chance to kind of uh change what's going on over here and it's like well that's not exactly why you should be considering it like like i said if you're considering it strictly for money which there's rumors that he is that he is in massive amounts of debt and that's why he was considering it that's fine if that's what you're doing that's what you're doing people aren't gonna like it but they're not gonna hate you now people hate you because of this exactly and it is hard you know being a, a phil fan and then having this happen because it's like, dude, come yeah. on. Yeah, you can't 
you can't be that much of an idiot. You can't miss the, week, the mark. The that, week that, that every that big bad. name on tour says that they're not going. Yeah, right. Like DJ <laughs> said he's not going. Bryson said he's not going. Rory said he's not going. Harry Higgs said he's not going, you know, most importantly. That one, that one cracked me up. Not that anyone asked, but I'm not going. <laughs> not that anyone was curious, but uh, I'm not going to go. And you want to know what, Harry? I was curious. So don't sell yourself short like that. Yeah, we got we got surprise guest on the pod, Matthew Fisher. Nice um, to see you, Rick. Who is, too, in fact, Matt. long time no see. so much better at golf than we are. Um I mean, this is still it's still a challenge for everybody, but like, yeah, I would I'd be giving these guys strokes, no doubt. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's honest, and that's what matters. We gotta get we gotta get the scramble going this this summer. Oh God, like uh, me, the and two Rick of us versus Matt. Matt. Yeah, I wonder how that can would watch go. us get smacked around by him. Yeah, probably. That's probably how it would end up happening. Uh, but yeah, we were just talking about Phil's comments about the uh, the SGL, the Saudi Golf League. Um, and how it, it is, is borderline impossible to miss the mark that bad. Yes. It is. It is. He, he just showed it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is. To be Um, honest with you. I mean, Bill Mickelson's a guy that no matter what he really says and like, no matter how like much people oppose it, and some people like really oppose it and all that. Like people still will love this guy till no end. It's like, true. That's why, yeah, people will love him till no end, no matter like if it is. Now, as far as the idea of this, is it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's beyond, yeah, you can't. It's ridiculous. You can't it's, say that. <laughs> this has the, been the best, best league golf league, best league since like. It's at least since Tigers come in, even before then, even truly before then, you would have the PGA Tour and just be like even more of a like event. Like they would have a lot more tours than they even did have now because they could take advantage of the small crowds. Now they're yeah. just big crowds. Yeah, now they're just big crowds. But um, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like this league's been so successful. And to say like he golf desperately needs a change, like I think he's the only one who's actually saying golf desperately needs a change. Agreed. Yeah, the natural change that is that has happened over the past twenty five years uh, since since Tiger took the took the league by storm is all you need. The fact that Tiger has stated that he's going to be back on the PGA tour and thinks well, that he the, can he's play. He's the one leading the charge with it. And he knows he is like, yeah, that's that. Like he knows there are going to be waves of people just. Bossing. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's and, like, obviously the right move. Like, yeah, he, my dad, my dad said it best. He's like the whole going to Saudi league. Like it's a good payday, but it, it kills your career. And it's oh, obvious yeah. it kills your career. Right. Yeah, you could be chasing like like $130 million just to play in a golf league that's like not really that good. And then, but like as far as like the other big name tournaments, like, I mean, the FedEx Cup's like the. Oh, oh. oh. we lost. We lost you there for a second, Matt. Yeah, uh, the FedEx Cup. There you are. Like, 
the FedEx Cup's like one of the highest gross winnings in yeah. sport. Yeah. yeah. Like a solid $10 million just from winning the FedEx Cup. Yeah, it's and huge. three tournaments leading up to the FedEx Cup yeah. championship. Exactly. That you can yeah. also win ridiculous amounts of money in. Yeah, so the payday is, don't get me wrong, for the SGL, the payday is huge. We're, we're looking at like eight to nine digits for some guys. Yeah. Um, but like it could potentially be a career killer if you leave the PGA Tour as it stands now. Because, Matt, you make a lot of great points. The PGA Tour right now is better than it has maybe ever been as far as talent, uh, allure, people watching, people playing, you know. Yeah, I was letting you finish, but like if you look at the second tier tour, which is the European tour, like there's their PGA tour is still so much better than the second. Oh, like, yeah, there's biggest a huge tour in the world. And mm-hmm. that's even a great tour, especially when the PGA tour dies down the winter, like in the winter and like a lot of the star players go to the D- Dubai and, right. and they know, win over there, go over there and just really try and, you know, try and win i mean they do they win over there when the pga tour guys go over to the euro tour they just win w's there's at least three or four guys from the pga tour that just win tournaments over there yeah and uh, they always get like warm-ups like the irish opens a big like tournament around for top name players because it's like the week before the british open or the the open the open Um, yeah they hate that (laughs) you know a lot of golf courses in this world. There are. There Speaking are. of which, did you guys talk about uh, Mr. Joaquin Neiman? Mr. We Young- talked about Joaquin. We did. we did talk about him. Yes, we did. We did that at the, the beginning of the episode. Yeah, you joined kind of about halfway through here. Halfway through? <laughs> yeah, we talked, right. about, we talked about wanna, the days of the week. And I just want to say Neiman. with the winner of Joaquin, you get another addition to the fact that this President's Cup is going to be so tight. Oh, like, so there's yep. so many good your uh players from around the world that can play for that team and oh it's gonna be prime time content but i just i was like surprised i was gonna hop on here i was just making sure my uh stuff worked for you know yeah for, for the, the hey, hockey no podcast in about an hour <laughs> yeah no worries never well, never any concerns Matt. if you want to uh, jump on or ever join us <laughs> since you are also I'm, a golf guy yeah of course um I hope you guys are doing well, trying to get whatever reps you're getting in. Oh, for, uh, always. The warm always. Got to get those reps. Brian's in. getting more than me, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. The weather is not cooperating here in Pennsylvania. That is for sure. Um, all righty. Well. So I'll let you guys get after it. Oh, all right. thanks, buddy. Thanks, right. I'll yeah, catch man. you later, man. Keep killing it. See you later, Brian. See you, man. See you. Have a good talk, Rick, to you. Man, that was funny. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it took a minute. I was like, I was like, I don't want to make a comment before he leaves. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. So Matt, um, like I said, I had the whole food poisoning thing yesterday. So I'm doubling up on podcasts and I'm doing the golf one now, the hockey one, uh, pretty much right when I get off here. Yeah. Um, but I only I only have one Zoom room because I'm only paying for the one. Yeah. So, um, so everybody just uses this one for That's my two so podcasts. Funny, so. I love that. Yeah, he was having some computer issues, so I understand why he decided to come on. But uh, obviously, it seems to be working now, so that'll be good for uh, for later. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of our take on the Phil Mickelson thing. Obviously, Rick uh, broke the news about KPMG um, becoming yeah, his, the, the first announcer. Now. Yeah, 
Um, what what doesn't spell good things for Phil Mickelson is the ESPN update saying um, first sponsor to announce yeah, the end specification of, of first. It's not looking That's the pretty. problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he also loses work day and I wouldn't be all that surprised if he ends up losing Callaway as well. Yeah. I don't know about that. It, it's going to be hard to, as, as a company who, you know, bottom line, it's always about PR. I don't know how you support guys like this. I mean, obviously there was the JT situation that happened. Completely last different though. Completely, completely different. different. Completely because different. What he was, what, what happened with JT, everybody knows about. Right. No one, no one was dying in that situation because of what he said. No one died because of what Phil said either. But right. He was referencing people that died because of right. this. It's 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 tough too because people are gonna try to compare it because they of are the slur that yeah. JT used, and the fact that Phil Mickelson referenced that they were they just kill people because they're gay over there. They're gonna try to compare it, but it's not even close to the same. No. Because JT just in the heat of the moment got frustrated said a word he probably shouldn't have well definitely shouldn't have um and it's not like he yelled at somebody you know exactly it's not like he was like saying it to somebody and then phil comes out and is like hey they're doing this but if money's involved then i can look past it which is awful (laughs) which is terrible (laughs) um all righty we move forward with the Honda Classic coming up, folks. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Rick, buddy, I know you're excited because I'm excited too. You want to know who's back and better than who's ever? Back. Who's back? Bob Bolton. Back again. He's back and better than ever with the his worst power writer rankings. of all time. <laughs> He's a piece of garbage. Nobody listened to Rob. Oh, God. Uh, I do have to say, though, I'm looking at these power rankings. I don't hate them this time. No. I think there's a couple. Rob, of, Rob did okay this time. I think he did all right. I think there's a couple of scenarios where some guys could have been higher ranked, but I don't hate it. You know, considering the field is going to be arguably a bit weaker than the last two weeks have been. Um, I don't hate this power ranking, but let's get into it, shall we? All right, I'm going to give you the five names. You let me know five to one. Here we go. Daniel Berger, Billy Horschel, Tommy Fleetwood, hmm. Sung J M, and Keith Mitchell. Oh, geez. I was going to say Tommy five, but then you threw Keith Mitchell in there. Um, well, then again, it is Rob. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Tommy five. Tommy five. Yes. Tom Fleetwood, number five. Um, I like that you preface that with it is Rob, so I'm gonna put it is Rob. <laughs> personally. I'd flip Keith and Tommy, but knowing Rob, Tommy's yeah, probably there pretty much. Um, so I'm thinking Keith is four, correct? And then it was Berger, M, and who else? Horschel. We go Horschel three. No, 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 he's two. Yes, he is two. Daniel okay, Berger then, is three. Okay, Daniel Berger and Sun Jam is one. Yes, Sun Jam is one. I, like I said, I don't hate it. Uh, also, some uh, shout outs to Brooks Kepka and Shane Lowry getting the six and seven spots. Woo-hoo. Maybe would have switched those in. I could have, I could have definitely put Brooks Kepka or Shane Lowry in fourth. Um, yeah, before Keith Mitchell. But hey, yeah, let's definitely. let's give even Rob if, they want, even if he here. wanted to do Tommy four and then either one of them five would have been, been okay with it. with it. 
But hey, we'll give Rob his moment here. Let's listen to his explanations. Okay, Tommy Fleetwood, number five. With Scotty Scheffler breaking through in Arizona, the Brit climbs a notch on the short list of best without a PGA Tour victory. In two trips to the PGA National, fourth in 2018 and third in 2020. Um, I don't know if him being on the list now of best players without a PGA Tour victory bumps him to five, but hey, all right. <laughs> he did have some good good finishing numbers though with 2018 being in fourth 2020 being in third um but we'll find out keith mitchell number four this one surprises me you know the best um returns to the site of his lone pga tour title in 2019 again that was two years ago and in arguably the best form of his career t to green proficiency has yielded three top tens and a pair of t12s in the last eight starts huh you know i actually didn't know keith mitchell was playing that well this year yeah, yeah, he's been he's been playing pretty well this year. Huh. It doesn't. Maybe. It wouldn't shock me if they put him in the top ten. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. But the top five, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of that one. Yeah, now especially you know in front of a guy like Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, all right, number three, Daniel Berger. He was perched atop the power rankings for last year's Honda before a sore rib forced him out early. Now working through a. Sarco, uh, sarcoiliac joint sprain. Okay. Sarcoiliac. Sar. Yes. So thank you. Sarcoiliac joint sprain. Um, but his fit here is phenomenal. Uh, I have no idea what a sarcoiliac joint sprain is. Honestly, I've never heard of it. How have you never heard of it? But got it that easy. Well, I know the words, but I've never heard of that specific joint sprain. Uh, it's a part of the body that links the lower spine to the pelvis. So it's in its hip region. Ooh, that's tough for a golfer right there. Yeah. I mean, golfing is a lot of hips. So yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, number two, Billy Horschel, the Gator. I guess that's his name now. I've never heard him called the never Gator. Never heard anyone before, refer to him as that. But I love it. And we should keep I that. don't. I don't like it. Is it because he's just like angry him, all the so time? Is that I why they call him the like Gator? Him. Not a huge fan of him. <laughs> I'm not a big Billy Horschel guy either, but uh, the Gator gets back to his home state, having missed only two cuts in the last 12 months. He put together four sub seventies for a T six at the waste management, two top tens and a T 16 here since 2016. Yeah. That makes, that makes a bit of sense as to why he's uh, he's there at number two and number one, the man who never stops golfing Sung J M the 2020 champ gave it a go in his title defense, but settled for a T eight currently third on tour and all around and second in scrambling with the win, the Shriners among five top 11 finishes. Sun JM's never going to stop golfing. We know this. This He's is what he does. Keep playing. He's going to keep Forever. playing, probably keep winning. Uh, I like Sung JM in the one spot there. Yeah. I I'm, like it. I'm never uh, going to disagree with him being in the top five. Yeah. No. Nah. It is going to be a bit of a weaker uh, field this week, but uh, definitely should see some good golf as we do have guys, like we said, like Brooks Kepka, Tommy Fleetwood. Danny yeah, Berger it's kind of the come down from, yeah. uh, from the last two weeks, the waste management and then the uh, whatchamacallit that we just had. Um, yeah, the, uh, the Genesis invitation. Yeah, the Genesis, that's the word. Um, for some reason, the Genesis is the one tournament I like vividly remember from last year um i guess this is a playoff they did on 18 last year like but for some reason it's just like i was watching that with uh with tommy and i was like i remember watching this last year yep um 
And then I guess maybe because of everything that happened with Tiger afterwards, that's also kind of still, that's also kind of something surrounding it that allows it to stay in my brain a little bit longer because True. it has been like a year since that happened, which is it's insane crazy. that he's ready to golf on the PGA tour again after that accident. Yeah. That's um, insane that that was a, a year, year ago. ago. They were like, he might not walk ever again. And now he's like, yeah, I'm ready to win again. So yeah, they so almost had to amputate his leg. <laughs> that's insanity. Um, yes. But that was the preview of the Honda classic. Do we have anything for the two man scramble? Good buddy. You know, I had a question. I like it. Now I forget it though. Nah, that's the every problem. time. Yeah, I had one, and then I don't know what happened. I guess I just my usual forgetfulness kicked in. Well, these things happen. Um, all righty. Well, unless you got anything else golf news related, that'll do it for this one. Yeah, no. Uh, just uh, keep an eye out. Like I said, next week will probably be another another Wednesday release, just because we're gonna be away. We're gonna be. It's not going to be anything golf related because we're not golfing no. while we're down there. It's just no. like a little bit expensive. Um, just like just a smidge, just like yeah. A, like a well, they got rid of the Sunrise Nine, which is huge because it's oh. like thirty five dollars, oh, and you get like a breakfast awesome. sandwich and nine holes, and a sleeve of balls for thirty five dollars. Then you have to rent clubs, which and is they got rid of thirty that? bucks. But like, yeah, they got rid of it for the off season because it wasn't busy enough. Um, that sucks. So that kind of stinks. I was really hoping we could do that, but whatever. Yeah, what are you going to do, I guess? Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for Wednesday. Next week, it's going to be the same thing. Um, and then we should be back to normal schedule after that. Heels, yeah. As always, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, just It's so awesome that you guys voluntarily listen to us talk about golf. That I still don't understand why, but I'm never going to argue with it. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we can start getting some more golf content, golf content to you. Uh, just golf because tent, if you Golf will. tent, if you will. Um, just because it's starting to get warmer out and we'll be able to get out and golf some more. Uh, other than that, we out. Thanks guys. See you later.